When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, welcome to another video from Fantasy Football Scout. It is the Team News, the most important stream of the week. I'm joined by Mr. Team News himself. It's Neil Rigg. You've been pretty busy, right? There's a lot of Team News going on at the moment with these international breaks. There is, yeah. And some of it we don't know what to believe, some of it we don't know. Um, we still don't know some players, whether they're going to be available or not. We have got a lot of flags cleared up this weekend, one way or the other. Some of them have turned red, some of them have come off. Uh, I'm going to tell you exactly which ones are which yeah we're getting, we're getting a nice mix of like really clear concise information this player's out this player's back blah blah blah, mm. and then all the usual oh we've got a few yep. knocks and niggles but we don't really want to tell you who they are uh so yeah we're going to cover all of that uh, we're going to go through all the games um, and all the team news that we've got uh, so far so let's get straight into it we're going to start um we're going to go through them fixture by fixture so let's start with uh liverpool v watford what's the news coming out of the liverpool camp um, the, the big one, the big sort of news is is concerning Alexander-Arnold and Jota, both of whom are fit. We didn't think that was going to be the case, certainly for Jota. We knew Alexander-Arnold would be nearer there or thereabouts um, based on the previous prognosis. He's fine. Jota had um, pulled out a Portugal squad on, I think it was Monday, with muscle tightness. He hadn't featured at all for, for his country. Uh, but he was swiftly back in training with Liverpool and, and then Klopp said this morning that he's going to be fine. So, um, provided there's no recurrence. Of course. Um, so those two are fit. It's less welcome news elsewhere. Curtis Jones is out. Um, uh, Thiago as well, it looks like. And of course, Harvey Elliott. So that's three men down in the centre of midfield. They're going to be without uh, Alisson and Fabinho as well. Yep. Two Brazilians. They're going to go straight to Madrid for the Champions League game. So they won't be playing. So, yeah, obviously, change between the sticks. Uh, Killer, we would assume, would come in. Um, down a lot in midfield. So... Three from four of Keita, Ox, Milner and Henderson, really. Yeah, it's, it's a bare see... bones, isn't it? With Jones out as it well. It is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Jones has started the last few, actually, uh, and played very well. And, um, of course, there is a possibility of Klopp playing all four of his, of his front men to sort of circumvent that. But based on his previous comments about that system, leaving them looking very exposed, and mm. I, think, I think it's one he, he turns to when... There's no other option or for chasing games or I think he's quite reluctant to to to, um, to use it. Um, you never know, but I think it'll be permanent three from four. It's not as clear cut as it has been. I think um, Firmino was obviously rested over the international break. Um, you think he'd be angling for a start. Jota, of course, hasn't had any minutes with Portugal and is now fit. Whereas Salah and Mane have played 180, 180 mm-hmm. minutes for uh, Egypt and Senegal respectively. So... Um, if I was having an outside bet, I would. I wonder if Mane would miss out. At the moment, in my team news, I've got um, Salah, Mane, and, and Firmino as the three. Um, and Jota benched. But Jota benched, yeah. But um, I'll obviously monitor. We'll be in the early kickoff tomorrow lunchtime. I suspect we'll get some news one way or the other uh, to confirm that, and I'll be online right up until eleven o'clock. Um, see if I can get any leaks, or because uh, there usually is on from Liverpool from mm. a couple of reliable sources. Um, so we hopefully should find out before 11 o'clock fingers crossed I mean, what, what, they're going to have to like push the deadline back another 
12 hours, aren't they? Like, if they, if they keep getting yeah. games like this. It's, it is Liverpool, yeah. isn't it? Liverpool tends to be the one when it's the only yeah. kickoff. We, we still, even though they've pushed the deadline back, we still sometimes get early. early news. So look yeah. out for that if you're, if you're, if you're wondering and you're, you know, you're on a wild card and, you know, Jota's 50-50 if he's going to play. This, it might just give you that little bit of inside information. Um, how about Watford then? I mean, I've got here Josh King uh, has returned to training today and will be assessed. Uh, but it's Ranieri's first game, isn't it? So, you know, how, yeah. how's this squad looking? Yeah, Josh King's a main one. He's, he's back in training. They're going to assess him. Uh, three absentees, a table, um, Sierra Alta and uh, Cabaselli as well. All muscle problems all out. Um, the, the guesswork is who Ranieri picks. Because obviously when a new manager comes in, he's got his own ideas, not just with system, but personnel as well. Traditionally, a, a 4-4-2 enthusiast, Ranieri, played that at Leicester. Played it uh, mostly at Sampdoria. Um, has mixed things up with the wing-back system in the past. I think he did that at Fulham a little bit. But um, we would we would think uh, as a best guess four four two whether that's Sar on the right or whether that's Sar up top because Sar has played up front before uh, in a two um, just last season actually under Cisco so um, there's possibility that he could be out of position up top or of mm. course on his usual on his usual right hand side. Yep, very good. Okay, moving over to uh, Wolves then uh, the the Midlands derby Wolves v Aston Villa. Uh, we've got Bruno Large confirming that Trincao is only training at home after testing positive for COVID-19. Interesting. I didn't... When, when did that news break? Because I, I missed that completely until today. Yeah, it was it was early on in the international break. So I think mm. it was when he landed in Portugal. Um, he tested positive. So he'll be coming up this 10 days, I think. But the fact that he's still training at home as of today uh, suggests he's not going to feature. I think, that's, I think he's 25% or will be on, on FPL. Um, so uh, a change on the right. You would think, already you think, coming um, back in. Yeah, it's hard to tell because he was used on the left by by large uh, originally, and of course Huang's got a spot now. You'd think with him and his through the middle, um, and then it's one of Podence or um, or, or, or Trory on the right. Mm. Um, so it's yeah, you, you, Podence hasn't has sort of flattered to deceive a bit since he's come back, um, and of course Trory is he's wasteful, but he's still effective um in creating space and, and creating chances on his day so um my guess is that he would come back in but it's it's not a position he has been playing under uh, large at the start of the season like he has come on on that flank a couple of times as a sub so maybe maybe it's his role again but um that's the only bit of team news i've seen actually from wolves um yeah. if i get any more i'll uh, i'll bring you with speed on on scout later on and how about with aston villa because they had a couple um players off with argentina and brazil yeah, um, they have uh, Bailey's definitely out, uh, Leon Bailey, and uh, Bertrand Traoré is going to be. Will he I think ever he's be out fit? as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he promised much in that twenty minutes he was yes. on the pitch against Everton, but he's um, he's nearing a return. Uh, just this has come too too soon. He hasn't quite satisfied the needs of the medical department, according to Smith, and they're aiming for uh, game week nine as a comeback. So uh, fingers crossed for that. Um, Traore, as I said as well, he's uh, Burton Traore. This is he is um, he's a doubt as well. I think I've seen some. I think the Athletic said he was ruled out. Uh, so that's another winger down. Um, yeah, Louise and Martinez now elsewhere as we'll come on to a lot of the internationals have been ruled out from South America. Not going to play this weekend. We've already mentioned Allison and Fabinho. Smith's not ruling uh, Martinez or Louise out. In mm. fact, he said they're both going to be in the squad. Um, whether or not they feature from the start is the is the next assessment. Martinez, I suspect, will. Because he's done this before. He came back, I think, on the morning of game week 
five, was it, when he was previously quarantining Crazy. in Croatia? And he played. Yeah. Um, where, whereas we saw Buendia on the bench for that game. So I suspect Martinez starts. Um, Louise, less certain of that. But Smith did say he was a big player for us and then he, he wants him he wants him available. So if he doesn't fit play, then um, they've got Nakamba to come in. Uh, they could play Buendia as a, as a, a more advanced midfielder. Central midfielder. And, did did Buendia um, go? Did Buendia go to Argentina then? No, he didn't. He didn't. It was just Martinez and um, and Luis for Brazil. So, um, but yeah, by the sounds of Martinez is one of the few South Americans who's yeah. going to feature this weekend. Yep. Uh, just before we move on, I just want to congratulate you, Neil, on the uh, FCA, the Football Content Awards. Yesterday, we're getting loads of comments in the chat of people uh, saying, "Well done to Scout." Obviously, editorial won first prize, and that's largely down to you. So. Well done. The, you know, you. top-notch articles, as always. You and Tom. Uh, yeah, Scout's the best. Come on. We, we know it. Everyone That's very okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> but yeah, thank you everyone in the chat for, for putting it out. Um, I need to start doing my pro-pundit articles again because I can't even claim I was I was a part of it. I've, I've stopped doing them for the last, <laughs> last month or so. And then, and then we win. So that says a lot, doesn't it? About, about <laughs> <laughs> uh, Right, let's move on to Manchester United. And then again, we've got some more internationals, um, South American players, um, and some injuries to centre backs. Yeah, uh, Varane's definitely out. He's going to be out for a few weeks. Mm. Uh, yeah, back to the South Americans again. It's Cavani and Fred this time for United. They're both not going to feature. Solskjaer sort of echoing what uh, Klopp said. They're going to target, I think, a return in the Champions League on Wednesday, I believe it is, for United. Um, Rashford's fit. He's uh, available for selection. Solskjaer confirmed that. He's played uh, during the international break in a behind closed doors game. Um, Maguire's the other one, yeah. So um, we know Varane's definitely out and we were confident Maguire is too, but there was just a little chink of hope offered by Solskjaer right at the end of his press conference when he said that Maguire's trained on the grass today for the first time. I suspect that still leaves him short for the weekend. And he did talk about Lindelof and, and Bay getting minutes over the international break for their countries and that Borden will. So I think it looks like those two will be at centre-half, but Maguire's obviously nearing a return. So if he's not if he's not available this weekend, then he'll be probably back for the Liverpool game in um, game week nine. And uh, I think that's it for my United, apart from uh, yeah, Ahmed Diallo as well, who's not even listed in FBL. He's back on the grass today as well. Yep. I mean, the flip side of that is Leicester, their opponents, are also ridiculously short at centre-back as well. Yeah, but there could be one in, one out this week at, at Leicester because they've got um, Evans in contention. He's had uh, not just a foot problem, which is recurrent, it's uh, an illness as well. That, that's what ruled them out of, I think, uh, the international break with Northern Ireland and then the game before that with Leicester as well. Um, but he's been on the training ground this week and Rogers says he's, he's in the frame for this weekend. They might have lost Vestergaard in the process. He's yeah. got a knock um, for playing for Denmark, I think. So they're going to assess him. Um, I was writing in the team news tab then and then my scout squad as well. The reason I picked Ronaldo is I think one of my first two choices was the fact that Leicester has been abysmal at the back. Vestergaard and uh, promised so much when he came in is, is yeah. just not been in the race. So, so I mean, the amount so he's, he's regressed yeah. this last season is unbelievable. I think Rogers has previously said before that Evans really gets the best out of Soyuncu. Like yeah. he, he needs that leader alongside him to sort of guide him through games. He's still young and impulsive and a bit reckless. Mm. Um, and he's just, yeah, he's, he's been, been hopeless. Um, but Evans being back is obviously good news for Leicester, not so good news for Man United. Um, they're missing Ndidi as well, of course. Leicester, he's out for a, a good chunk of period. Uh, and longer term ones, of course, are Justin and Fafana. Two patched up squads. Not in yep. the best of form going into this match. It should be. I reckon there's going to be goals in that game. Goal fest. Yeah, I think so. Nil, nil, nil confirmed. Nil, nil. 
yeah. right, Manchester City. Uh, big news on on Ferran Torres. He's out for two and a half months. Uh, done his done his foot uh, at a time when lots of people were, were thinking of getting him back in. I couldn't believe it when I, I've been seeing him popping up in in wildcard teams and stuff. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how about their their international lot? Are they they back? Yeah, Torres is the only absentee. I think um, certainly in terms of injuries. Mm. Again, the South American World Cup qualifiers in play here, so Edison and uh, Jesus won't be involved this weekend against Burnley. Um, Bit of a theme here, Torres isn't it? Is, yeah, exactly. So that, I think the the bigger teams with deeper squads are not risking the players who've, who've just come back. Whereas, like Sevilla, you know, who, who really rely on Martinez, I think they're, they're willing to, to throw him straight in. Um, so yeah, Edison and Jesus will be out. They'll be again coming back in maybe uh, Pep thinks. And uh, Torres, yeah, two and a half months to three months was the prognosis. So mm. that'll definitely see him to um, the end of this calendar year. We'll not see him again until 2022. Uh, so that's one false nine down, I guess. Uh, good news for Sterling. Good news for, for obviously Foden's played there. Um, the, I mean, any number of players could play there. De Bruyne has played there before. I think Grealish was playing there, wasn't he? Um, for a bit. And then, yeah, and and good news for Mahrez this week potentially as well because mm. um, Jesus was the right wing back of, sorry, the right wing ringer of choice at City. Uh, of late, uh, Torres is another possibility there. We haven't seen him much in that in that position. We haven't seen Bernardo Sterling much in that position either. So, Mares, you would think gets a start this weekend, but you never know with Pep. Oh, you don't, and you never know with Mares either. He's he's the worst. Yeah. One. I, I think if I was taking a one week punt on a City player this week, that would be Mares. Yeah, Which... he's he's probably going to be in the scout squad. And I'll just tell uh, scout picks this week. Yeah, I think I, th- I, th- I, th- I, th- I think I think he's 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 a good shout. Um, how about Burnley then? Are they are they ready? Are they ready to avenge their last two five nil drummings? I think they would take a four nil at this point just for some sort of improvement yeah. from um, the last the last four matches. Um, they're, well, they're down centre half Ben Mee he's out with, yeah. with um, COVID. Massive. Oh God, that's, that's a big loss. He was out before the international break as well, but um, this is a, a different prospect altogether. Playing Norwich and then playing Man City are two very different opponents. So um, uh, Nathan Collins who will be deputising it's a real test of his skill uh the back he'll be alongside tarkowski um maxwell corny is fit uh, he went away with ivory coast didn't play but he's he's back um goodmanson i think dice was settling down he took a knot with iceland came back they've got doubts over vidra and charlie taylor as well um both of those picked up knocks over the international break touch and go for both of those and dice speak generally that means he doesn't want to risk them Mm. Uh, and he even said that he we won't chance any kind of re-injury, and they're going to get beat in this game. Um, so why they know, are they are your, they are going to get a beating, aren't they? That's, yeah, I, I, I they just are. can't see any way in which they don't. No, so they're, they're they're going to get beat. So why risk your first choice left back and um, and then one of your you know your one of your first choice front two, which Vidra probably is now alongside Wood. Um, so uh, I think it'll be. Dice hoisting the white flag early and just setting for a two-three yeah. nil and not risking any of his walking <laughs> wounded. Oh God! Uh, yeah, poor poor. Burnley. I wouldn't say that to his face. No, yeah. definitely not. No, uh, just whisper it quietly behind his back. Uh, yeah. Norwich Brighton then um, a few knocks from for for Norwich, but nothing too much. Uh, Rashik is still out with his knee injury, but think but uh, Fark says he thinks everyone else will, will be okay. If I understand, how about Brighton then? I mean, Brighton, there's there's some players coming back. We've got Lamptey back. Um, yeah, what's, what's what's the story with them? 
Yeah, a lot of players back, including defence as well, which is, um, I guess, a little bit of a concern for Duffy owners. Um, not just yet, you think, in the short term, because he's he's, he's earned his place, I think, mm. for now. It's obviously longer term, you'd be a bit more, you might, concerned. Um, out, definitely, are Welbeck and Alzati. They've had surgery over the national break on hamstring and ankle issues, respectively. But everyone, I think, else is back in training. Uh, Webster's back in training. Um, Basuma's back in training. And there was one other whose name, oh, um, in Wetmoo as well, yeah, uh, who's been peripheral, who you wouldn't expect to start. Uh, but Webster, of course, is a threat to Duffy, mm. um, as is Lamptey, not directly, but indirectly, you know, with Veltman being able to play at centre-half. Um, so the options are stacking up for for, um, for Potter. Um, Duffy's probably fine for now because he's been part of a, a defence that's, yeah, uh, played very well this season, and they were absolutely excellent against Arsenal. I mean, absolutely battered them, and uh, should have won. So I don't see them changing much in this in this game. But going forward, um, you do worry a little bit about Duff, about Duffy. You know, a couple of bad games, and yeah, you know, any Webster was first choice. I mean, for all of last season, wasn't he? And, and then beginning of this, um, so you know, he'll, he'll eventually get back on that side. You'd, you'd assume. Um, I think he can, can Webster play on both sides. I think he can. Mm. I think he's played on the left, has he? Yeah. I think I've, I'm sure I've seen that on the on the um, in the uh, in his player profile and scout. So he could take Burns' place, for example, <clears throat> and um, you know Duffy can still play on that right. But yeah, obviously competition in the long term. Um, but enjoy your points for now, Duffy runners, because you're playing Norwich this weekend, and I'm sure you're going to be up. Sure, he's going to get some from that. Yeah, I, I think the the, yeah. the the first choice front three at the moment is Duffy, Webster, and, and Dunk, even when all fit, and then yeah. it's basically Veltman and Lamptey fighting out for the right wing back spot um but like you say i think a couple of couple of bad performances a heavy defeat something like that that can cause a bit of a shake yeah. up and you know we could yeah. see duffy dropping out but i think he's, he's all right for now uh potter on lamptey yeah. it was uh, it was quite interesting to read his comments he said he's been training well he's chomping to get back on the pitch we've got to find the right moment for him the team's been doing well we need to be careful with him but at the same time he's been training and he's ready to help us so it does sound like he is nearing uh some some first team action right in in the league just I don't know how long it's going to be. I imagine it's still going to be a couple of weeks, but it's definitely approaching. Yeah, I think I think he was basically pointing to another bench in this weekend in, in seeing that. You know, he's not going to throw him in just now. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't, are they still, are they still in the League Cup? I, I can imagine he, he would be playing in, in a competition yeah. like that if um, when that restarts. So uh, yeah, I think it'll probably be a couple of game weeks, I think, before he's, he's seriously threatening a start in the league. Yep. Oh, uh, just a, uh, we had a question about Jimenez. Uh, by the way, we, we did mention him in. in oh yes, is he is he? Do you reckon he's going to start? Well, um, yeah, I'll bring it up speed walls. Actually, I, I did respectfully find out that um, Trincao's only sort of freshed out. Uh, they've got already Mosquera, Johnny, and Neto uh, out long term. Um, yeah, Jimenez is the main one. Now he played uh, a day earlier than the South American lot, so he was in action. I think early hours of Thursday morning. Um, previously, Wolves had said this was in game week seven. That they're very confident. In fact, they will get him and his back for selection this weekend. Now he's done this before. He's done this plenty of times before. He's he's had that um, Wednesday night, Thursday morning, Saturday turnaround with Wolves, and then he started pretty much almost every game in the past under Nuno. Um, so I'll be, I think, unless I hear otherwise from the Wolves grapevine, he'll be in my, in my predicted eleven. Mm. Um, and the fact that they did, they did actually go out the way to put out a tweet um, a fortnight ago saying they were expecting him back. Uh, for selection, I'm just taking away for it now. There's no lingering doubts about his fitness. I think he, um, yeah, so hopefully, so, yeah, but better news on, on him than yeah. obviously the South American. So, lot. so you're expecting him to play then? That's 
good news for his owners. Right, big one then. One of the two big ones, I think, uh, is obviously Leeds. Uh, Rafina, so many people have got him. So many people wondering who's going to play. Lots. There's people tracking his flight. There's people uh, <laughs> staying up to the early hours of the morning to watch him. He's got, he got two goals, didn't he, for, for Brazil? Subbed off at 70 yeah. minutes. What's Bielsa said about him? Yeah. Yeah, well, he said a lot. He said a, he he went on one of his. He's prone to do this. Bielsa, he can either be taciturn and not give you anything, a couple of lines, or he'll he'll go on a, an absolutely huge rant. <laughs> um, and he and he he sort of set us up for, um, without he said loads of stuff without giving us a clear cut answer, basically to summarise. Did he mention evolution? Um, That's what he normally does. He did. He did mention it elsewhere. I think this was in <laughs> um, possibly Bamford, uh, but not with Rafinha. Um, there is no evolution there. He's reached the end of his evolutionary cycle. Mm. But he's, it was, so um, Bielsa gave his presser on Thursday, obviously before Brazil played um, their final World Cup qualifier. And he said that uh, Rafinha's involvement would be based on a number of factors. Um, how many minutes he plays, how he finishes the game with Brazil, um, his rest in the coming, what, tw- 24, 36 hours, um, and any risk of that fatigue could cause injuries, that would be a, um, a factor to consider. So I think I'm going with the benching. I think he, I think he may be in the mm. squad, but I think he may be reduced to sort of um, a second half substitute. Well, the squad is so thin, isn't it? That they need. Yeah, it. yeah. I mean, they've got they've got James and Harrison who can play. You know, James can play on either flank, um, and James did all right against Watford. He's no Rafinha. You know, Rafinha's increasingly not talismanic for Leeds. Mm. You know, he was he was influential last season, but he's he's. So much goes through him. Um, I, I, my best guess would be, uh, uh, yeah, second half cameo against Southampton. And if he hadn't, the thing is, seventy-one minutes is a funny, funny number, really, for Brazil. It's, he's, he's obviously started and played three quarters of the game, but then there's that twenty minutes rest at the end, and um, it's more the the timing of the game. You know, if it had been like Jimenez's time Wednesday night, Thursday morning, then I'd be more confident. But the fact that it was just this morning, you know, finished at sort of three o'clock oh, in the morning. I, I would be amazed if he does play uh, from the start. Um, if he did, you know, he, he'd be, I think it's been minute management either way. But yeah. um, my my money would be on if I had to pin me colours to the mask, which is obviously what I do in the teams tab. Then I'd say um, a substitute cameo rule. So he won't be in your predicted lineup for Leeds. He isn't. I've done it already. Yeah, he's not in there. Nice. Um, other teams, by the way, for Leeds. Bamford's still out. Mm. Uh, he was, I think, on course for a return around about now. So and um, Bielsa. Yeah, this is Bielsa Bingo. He said the evolution would be a day-to-day basis. Aylin's still out. He's halfway through his recovery, so it sounds like he's a, a long way away. Uh, Robin Cock as well. He's still out. Uh, but Forshaw and Somerville are available. Eek. Not great news for Leeds, I don't think. All that. No. Good news uh, for Livermento, I think, if you're playing him. Yeah, I know. They're down Bamford. And Absolutely. I know. He's, he's, he's becoming a player, I think, who, who we're going to stop benching and start playing. Because he's yeah. he's you know got the assist against Chelsea, won the penalty, and yeah, look, got yeah. good fixtures coming up. Um, <clears throat> okay, Chelsea's have a big one then. Chelsea v Brentford. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had some yeah. quite big news from from Tuchel. Now th- this this is your dream, right? When Tuchel actually I gives agree. us you know proper team him. news. Yeah, I love this guy. He's, he's so straightforward with the with the news. Um, I, I'm not sure if he's ever mentioned someone as a doubt. He just tells you if they're in no. a doubt. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lukaku was in. He's fit. He's uh, he's recovered from that muscle fatigue, which we all suspected might have been a, a ruse um, because it was a third, fourth place playoff for the Nations League and no one really cares about that sort of game. So I think he was just given a rest. Um, but Rudy gets out. He's got mm. a back problem. That's a big blow for 
for me and millions of others, uh, Owen Rudiger. Um, he won't feature. Didn't get a time frame on that. Um, the German coach didn't think it was serious. Uh, I think he was speaking on Monday, and he was still he was still sort of in the reckoning for a start against North Macedonia at that point, but didn't feature. And he's out tomorrow, so I don't think it's serious unless there's been some sort of um, scan and that's picked something up. Um, Pulisic is still out, and Thiago isn't going to play either. He was again one of the Brazilians in action this morning. He played 90 minutes, and um, Tuchel just basically said he's not going to feature. We've already had our Brentford meeting, he said, and he hasn't been part of that. Um, we didn't hear anything this morning from uh, on on regards to um, uh, Rich James, who we mm. have seen back in training. He's been he's been on the grass this week on with Cantley as well. Cantley had COVID, but he's been. So we assume that James and County are fine. Uh, dangerous to assume, of course, in this game, but um, we think they're all right. And um, I think that's it. I think that's it from uh, from Chelsea. Yeah. So, um, oh no, Ziyech, Ziyech as well. I knew there was yep. one more. Um, not probably wouldn't be the threat to start anyway. But he's he had a headache, according to uh, a headache. And, wow. Yeah, and he hasn't hasn't trained the last few days. Obviously, um, you know, people get migraines and stuff like that. But he's um. He's, uh, he sounds like he's not going to play either. That's, that's an unusual one, isn't it? I've not heard that. Yeah, I don't know what as a, as I don't know what listed as. Like I, I don't know what I don't know what FPL have done, but we've got our own injuries and bans database. I don't know what a list head injury or illness. <laughs> I don't know. I guess illness. I don't really know. It's, yeah, yeah, tricky one. Oh, yeah. Your job for, loves to throw up, um, you know, new things to, you know, to confuse you, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about Brentford? Any any news from them? Yeah, there is one bit of news um, in terms of outs, and that is Baptiste Chandon. Baptiste has got a dislocated shoulder, and he's going to be out. Um, but otherwise, they're looking in good good health. So they've got um, uh, uh, um, two players back, Janelt and Asia, uh, Asia, I don't know how you pronounce that, the big Norwegian guy, centre-half. Both of those missed out in game week seven, um, but are back. And um, Thomas Frank said yesterday that they're in contention for a recovery this weekend. I think other than that, it's just the long-term ones like um, uh, Sorensen and uh, the Silver. Mm. Should be a good game, that. 5.30 mm. tomorrow yeah. for Chelsea. I fancy Brentford in that, actually. Maybe yeah. it's not a win, but maybe it's just to steal a draw like Especially they did. Especially with Rudiger. With... Big loss, yeah, and Thiago as well. Yeah, yeah. Could be like Christensen, Aspi and um, Chalabar, maybe something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. half. Which... Yep. There for the team. Very interesting. Uh, Everton are next. Everton-West Ham. Uh, Benitez giving us a fairly good update for Benitez, right? For a change, yeah, yeah, we had a bit of a, an ambiguous one in midweek from uh, when he was speaking to Everton TV, but he's cleared a few things up this afternoon. Um, Calvert Lewin and Richarlison definitely out, along with uh, Gomez and Delph. Um, Calvert Lewin and Richarlison progressing and closer, according to Benitez, but still not ready to play this weekend. Uh, Dini's fine, Coleman's fine, they've always been back in training as well. And Yeri Mina was uh, over with Colombia. Um, they've got an extra day to recover, so they're playing on Sunday. So um, he's got probably a better chance of featuring. And Benitez says they're going to assess him as soon as he gets back to the UK and see how he feels. Very nice. And West Ham, any news from them? Yes. Um, yeah. The opposite. Your, your favourite. Your favourite manager for team news. Yeah, he's just been so unhelpful with this. Um, as I said before to people, you know that. If I was a manager, I'd probably more like Moyes because I don't know why I'd give away my team news plan to every other, uh, you know, watching opposition member of staff. Um, and he, but he takes it to the real, you know, extremes with with his uh, ambiguity. 
he says we've probably got one or two injuries, so it didn't, didn't even say if he's got one or two. Probably have. Um, <laughs> and if we did have any players missing, he wouldn't tell us anyway. So Cheers, he ended David. that quote by saying, yeah, we might have some people who are not available. So we don't know. It's it's Schrodinger's team news. It's just you don't know whether it's uh, whether they have got problems. You can try and draw conclusions from players who've been away. I think they've had eight uh, players away in international So you can look at that list and then try and work out from minutes played. And Soufal if there was anybody, but someone who might be out. Sorry, Soufal strikes me as one of them. Well, yeah, he was he withdrew from from the Czech Republic squad. He's the only mm. uh, yeah in terms of names. Him and Fredericks were the only ones we knew about. Uh, that those injuries um, sort of preceded the international break. Uh, Soufal came back in game week seven. He had had a problem, um, but then pulled out of the Czech Republic squad with the same issue. And Fredericks has got a, a groin issue, so um, uh, we don't know who who these names are. Maybe maybe extra time employee can help us out on Twitter. We'll be I'll be flocking his account and um, seeing if he can give us any insight on that, uh, or see if there's any training ground photos. But um, yeah, Moyes. What a rotter. <laughs> I think what one guy we do know who should start is Antonio though, because I think Moyes was bigging up his rest and saying that he um, he, he he should yeah. you know he's, he's he he needed it and the logistics weren't right and all this. So yeah. we don't think that's Antonio right, yeah. he, is one of he, the one of the one of the doubts. <clears throat> yeah, he, he withdrew from the Jamaica squad, but it wasn't injury related. It was nope. it was more to do with the um uh, sort of travelling restrictions and things like that. He he cited that as an, as a, a reason for not going. So yeah, he's fully rested for the last two weeks. Yep. Over to the richest club on the planet, your team. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> what a, what yeah. a turnaround this international break has been for, for Newcastle. Uh, exactly. Steve Bruce still there? What's he said in his press conference? He is. I think he's reveling in the fact that he's still there as well. Mm. He, he was, um, he's, uh, he's quite a bitter man. I can understand why, because he's, he's got criticism come from every quarter, you know, fans and, and media. And um, I think he was enjoying the fact that many of the journalists present had written him off as sacked. And there he is taking charge of his 1,000th game in club football tomorrow. Um, Big win against Spurs. He might, he might keep well, his job. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> don't know what to wish for now. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he, he, uh, you'll have... Yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting, actually, for, for Spurs because this looked like a really good fixture for, for Tottenham. And I still, still think it is. But Newcastle not only buoyed by the takeover, buoyed by a lot of returning players as well. So the only absentees are Dummett and Dubravka. Um, it was sort of, uh, yeah, I've been featuring for a while anyway, but many of the first teamers are back. So Callum Wilson's back and Jamal Lascelles is back. Mm. Um, Jojo Shelby's back as well. Uh, Freddie Woodman, who's obviously backup goalkeeper now. And uh, Joe Willick is, is shrugged off a hip problem. So we've got a lot of the big guns back. I'm not sure if it'll make much of a difference to our defence because Lascelles is, um, isn't uh, particularly a massive improvement on what we've had. They're all much of a muchness, our centre-half, so they're not great. Um, but going forward, I mean, that's, you know, having Wilson back and having, having Willick fit as, as, as not well as he's done so far this season, Willick, he's not been his loose levels, but Shelby's a big sort of influence on how he play, he dictates mm. play from deep as well. So it'll be, I think it'll be a good game. I think it, I can see goals in this. I can see this being a, a heartening 2-2 or something like that. Yeah, I can, um, I can see goals that's what you're thinking. The, the fans are going to be absolutely yeah. crazy, aren't they, with, with all the news yeah. and... All the money that's coming in, yeah, should be, should be. There's some, there's some really, really good games this week. I know we've had a mm. painful international break, but there's a lot of games I'm, I'm looking forward to. Um, yeah. Any news from Spurs? Yes, a little bit. Uh, I'll get to tweet this out, but I've just seen Nuno's um, the headlines from that press conference. He's gone a bit like Moyes, and then he's not telling us who's injured. Um, but he did mention Bergwijn. He's been back in training, and he's, he's working on his match fitness now. 
think Ben Davis has been back training as well. He had a, I think it was an appendicitis or something like that before the international break. But he's been, Nuno's been coy, um, as he often is on, on uh, the injury situation elsewhere. So we're not entirely sure who's struggling. Good. Thanks. Thanks, Nuno. Doing a Moyes challenge. Yeah. Uh, okay, the final game of the week. I'm going to this one. I'll be at the Emirates on Monday night to watch Arsenal versus Crystal Palace. Uh, what have you got for me? Who, who can I cheer on? You can uh, cheer on most of Arsenal's side. So, uh, um, Xhaka is the only long-term absentee. He's off for three months. Martinelli's a minor doubt, but um, he wouldn't have featured anywhere uh, in that side, I'm sure. Um, Arteta gave us press comments yesterday. I think he hadn't seen a couple of internationals returning, but the, the noises were from reports back that everyone was fine. Uh, Palace, um, Palace, I think are okay. I think, I think, yeah, Vieira said everyone's returned fine, and they've got Ezia back in train as well, which is a is a boost. He's not ready to feature just yet, but he he's been out for a long, long time, and um, Vieira's not putting an exact time frame on on when he'll be playing. Exactly, but he's back on the grass anyway. He's on, he's in training, and um, hopefully not too long before we see him again playing competitive football, which I think just leaves um, Nathan Ferguson, the perennially injured Nathan the Ferguson, myth. unavailable. Yes, it does exist. But he's <laughs> out, and I don't think anyone else is um, unavailable. Did I give you the team you saw Southampton? By the way, I've got a horrible feeling I didn't. Uh, um, no, I think we did do Southampton actually. Why haven't I? I who are they playing? Uh, they are playing Leeds. Leeds, that's right, yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought I skipped over him. So, um, Jack Stevens, we already knew was out. Chi Adams has joined him, he's got a muscle problem. Um, Hasnut said everyone else is he thinks has come back fine. He still hasn't seen one or two returning internationals, uh, but again, much like Arteta, he thinks everyone's fine. Uh, Ward Prowse is banned, of course, he begins a three mm. match ban. Um, and Hasnut implied heavily that uh, Diallo would come in for him in midfield, but it's an absolute crapshoot further forward. I mean, we know that Armstrong is going to start. We can probably guess most of the back four and the two midfielders in front of him. But like, I was right in the team. He was five different players have played in those number 10 roles. Yeah. And then there's a sixth, there's a sixth now available in the form of Stuart Armstrong as well. So I just, I don't know. I, I, I could just might as well put names and pins and guess them with that, um, with that lineup. So, um, uh, but Armstrong, you think, would be a shoe in the future up top because I mean, Adams is out. Southampton and Leeds are going to be two proper patched up sides again, isn't it? It's, <clears throat> it's an international break that's actually ended up with some actual players out and injured and 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 proper doubts. Normally, we we get to the end of the international break and everyone's like, ah, oh, they're all all right. Like, you know, yeah. all, all the flags were just a lie. Like, it's, it doesn't matter. But yeah, it'd be really interesting to see all, a lot of the lineups. Um, I think we will see some quite big emissions from from lots of sides. Um, yeah. yeah, sorry. Go on. No, that was it. I think. No. I hope if anyone's if I've missed anyone out, please mention it now in the um, comment the section. One, I don't think I am. The one question oh. we're getting asked is about Reese James. I know you have mentioned him already. Uh, I will just ask you: Will he be in your starting lineup? I suspect he will be. Yeah, um, because as much as anything else is the is the injury to centre half, which will probably necessitate as Pilaqueta playing as the right side of centre half. Yeah. Um, because obviously Thiago and Rudiger out. Th- as I say, you'd think it will be Christensen uh, maybe on the left, um, Chalabar in the middle, maybe Aspie on the right. Christensen's not really left-sided centre-half, but Tuchel had previously said that he, he could play on either side. Um, I think Chilwell's played at centre-half under, under Tuchel once, but it was like a League Cup game or something like that. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, which would, of course, leave the right flank free. And yes, Hudson and Doyle can play there, um, but I think, I suspect, with James having a, a good old breather, of what three weeks and being back in training, I'll, I'll be putting him in the predicted lineup 
um, unless I hear otherwise from yep. Chelsea camp. Excellent. Well, if you've enjoyed this video, if you've enjoyed listening to Neil and his team news expertise, make sure you like uh, this video. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. We'll be doing these every week on Friday at three o'clock uh, live on YouTube if you listen to this on the podcast version. Uh, but Neil, thank you so much for joining me as always. And I will see you again next week. Yep. Thank you very much, Az, And thanks to everyone who, um, who was well wishing there in the comment section about our award. And, and thank you to everyone who voted as well, because... Uh, and without those votes, we would be, and readers, we would be nowhere. I wouldn't be in a job. So uh, thank Absolutely. you very much. So again, if you like listening to Neil, you can enjoy reading from Neil as well. If you head on to Fantasy Scout, read all his articles, sign up as a member, get some premium articles as well, and all that good stuff too. Award-winning, award-winning editor, yeah. Neil Rigg. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Neil. See you, see you soon. Thanks, guys.